0: super talk mississippi media production
1: taylor swift is coming to new orleans and margaritaville resort biloxi and super talk are giving away a free pair of tickets for your chance to win go register now at margaritaville resort biloxi and get your name in for the final drawing from margaritaville and super talk 103.1
2: howdy howdy it's rhino here and i wanted to say thank you for listening to middays with gerard gibbert here on super talk mississippi
4: And welcome to Midday's Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbert, along with a rhino in the Element Wealth Studios, guiding you through the middle of your day with fax fodder and fine music on this. Hump day? Thankfully, we are here. We're halfway through. Moving right along. And it's a beautiful day. It feels springy outside, man. Oh, yeah. Ready to put the shorts on. Looking good. Got up early this morning, uh, attended uh, Ash Wednesday Mass, and still got a little residue, I think, of the ashes on my forehead there. You can see, if you're wondering, if you're watching us on television um, or video. So, I did it. I took one for the team. I watched the whole darn thing last night. How about you? You tune in any?
2: I made it through the State of the Union, and uh, I could not sit through any response. The the State of the Union was tough enough. The guy's been in public office for four decades, and he still hadn't figured out how to use an applause break.
4: (laughs) You're right. That was noted, wasn't it? Yeah. It was weird. Well, a governor of Iowa, Kim Reynolds, I thought delivered an excellent response Uh, for the Republican Party. Did real well. She's very popular in her state, by the way, amongst Republicans for sure. I thought she did great. Uh, Joe, he doubled down. I mean, I I heard nothing from Joe that I think Americans wanted to hear. I, I didn't really hear anything about how to deal with this inflation. Uh, except that he once again promoted this this idea, which I think is just loony, that if we just spend a whole lot more money and pass uh, these various provisions of the Build Back Broker Bill – which, by the way, I think from a political perspective, he was careful not to ever say, best I can tell, Build Back Better in the speech – but he did – reference many of the provisions therein, and insisted, called on the Congress to pass those deals right away. And that seems like a losing strategy to me. It's just amazing that he stands before the entire world, the nation, of course, in the world, because many across the world, of course, they pay attention to what the President says that the way out of this inflation trap is to spend more money and take it from this group and hand it over to that group. That's how we're going to do it. i got to say something else here about the terminology, not only used by Biden regularly, Democrats regularly, some Republicans, but... Also now, it is the name of a party that Rashida Talib, member of the squad, who delivered a, a kind of a crazy response from the progressive wing, it's the Working Families Party. You seen this? That's what she belongs to. She announced that. I think it was a 15-minute response. I watched most of it. And this whole idea of everything being about working families, and don't get me wrong, I'm all for working families, but does that not sound like it, it divides, it segregates? Is every American a working family? A member of a working family? I would argue that the dissolution of the working family is a major cause for many of our societal and economic problems. And it's just like they've hijacked it. I think that's what bothers me about it. I'm better than you. It's virtue signaling of sorts, working families. And it suggests that only certain people are part of that. That's what it sounds to me like. If you're not a member of whatever the working family is, and let's be honest, is there a consensus definition of what a family is anymore? No. How about a working family? What if you worked and raised a family and you're now retired? And we're rapidly approaching a point where there are more people in this country over the age of 60 than under the age of 18. It's a concern. And that's a whole nother story, but... I don't know why that rubs me the wrong way, but it, I'm not surprised that Rashida Tlaib has now launched a whole new party, the Working Families Party. Does it kind of hint a little bit like Communist to Communist Party? Why do I feel that way? Am I, am I being just a, a little hyperbolic in that respect? I, I don't know, but the Working Families Party, true story. The other thing... Is that no masks. So, it seems like it's 48 hours ago or less, these masks were, like, bonded to their faces. 24 hours a day, no matter where.
2: Yesterday you had the video of President Biden walking across the lawn after getting off Marine One, I believe it was. Yeah, And uh, mask on, ignoring the press, just... Yeah, kind of zombie sauntering across the lawn. What happened? So all of a sudden, it's it okay. It was important enough to be masked up by himself outside, outside. In the middle of the field. Uh,
4: and all of a sudden last night, they're gone. And they're all embracing and hugging and shaking. What happened? It's 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 just so so disgusting. The
2: overriding need of a politician to kiss butt of a higher <laughs> politician. Outweighed the science
4: <laughs> did it change that dramatically in 24 hours? I don't think so. And you think about the pain imposed on Americans, in particular children. still going on still, but I think every major state, school district, et cetera, has announced ending of mask mandates. If they haven't already done it, it's coming like in the next couple of weeks. And the the ones that hung on to it, driven by labor unions, the teachers' union. But all of a sudden today, it's okay. It's just mind-boggling. And that bothered. The other thing that was noted was Joe Manchin sat with the Republicans. He sat with the Republicans. He broke ranks and didn't sit... On that side of the aisle. That seemed a little weird, didn't it? He sat with the Republicans. I mean, he's stated multiple times now, Democrat Party, if you want me to leave, just ask. He has. He absolutely has. There, uh, so that was kind of uh, of note. The other crazy thing... <laughs> Is that Nancy Pelosi at one point? not sure if you guys tuned in and saw this, but it, it, this is a story that's or it was noticed enough to be picked up in social media, and it's gone viral, of course. She stood up at one point, she had her her fists clenched, and she, and she kind of leaned over the the podium there where she sits, the work surface, and starts like rubbing them together. Like trying to rub fire from her fist or knuckles.
2: I likened her to Snidely Whiplash.
4: (laughs) Snidely Whiplash. She was just so overcome with
2: evil glee, she just had to fidget.
4: (laughs) That is what Snidely used to do. That was just weird. And I call
2: it evil glee because the point in the speech at which when she did it was Biden... Winding up to talk about his late son, Beau. I know. And American soldiers dying from cancer. And she was smiling
4: and rubbing her fists together. What the heck was that all about? The other interesting aspect you may not be aware of is that First Lady Jill Biden, she had an interesting guest, Melissa Isaac. Is her name and she is an avid supporter of critical race theory of course we got a lot to talk about with respect to this deal we got um, some news to share from the mississippi legislature as well we're in the element wealth studios when we come back we've got michael knowles host of the michael knowles show That should be a fun one. Mike Barquette, president of the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation at 11.05. And Congressman Michael Guest will call in and share his reaction to the State of the Union. That's coming up at 12.05. Middays, we'll take a break right here. We'll come right back.
5: Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the
6: Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions
7: each Saturday from 10 till noon. Moon.
8: Please
9: Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tank is always a better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's and Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is.
10: Callaway's is. Everything for
8: home and garden. That's what Callaway's
6: To line. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Check it out. Let's do this. The talk
0: that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert.
3: <laughs> Let's get on
0: with it. On Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Back to midday's everyone. Super talk Mississippi from the Element Wealth Studios. Joining us now, Michael Knowles, host of the Michael Knowles Show. Good morning, Michael. Thanks for joining us on midday's.
13: Good morning. Thank you for having me.
4: You bet. So, did uh, you you take one for the team? Endure the pain of watching that whole thing last night?
13: It was, and I say this with no exaggeration. The worst State of the Union address in my lifetime that I have ever watched. And this is not a partisan comment. Some of the Republican ones are snooze fests, too. But last night was really, really bad. It was so pathetic because the State of the Union, domestically, and when you look at foreign affairs, is so weak at the moment because of very specific policies implemented by Joe Biden that, that even Biden knew it. And you'll notice that... Most of the speech, he didn't talk about anything that he's done or the state of the nation at present. He just said, don't worry, next year. Next year, we're going to cure cancer. In five years, it'll be great. Pay no attention to what's going on now, because he knows that it's a disaster.
4: Uh, yeah, I noticed that. What was weird to me is that, you know, it, it had leaked that in the wake of the invasion in Ukraine that the speechwriters tore up the old speech, and, and drafted a new one. But it sounded to me like they just kind of tried to piece them together and stuck the, uh, uh, the talking points and, and the, uh, just a part of the speech with respect to Ukraine at the top of the address. Right. And then he just pivoted immediately to the Trump tax cuts. That just was weird to me. Right. He, he opened up for
13: the first 15 or 20 minutes. I'm not sure that he ever even mentioned America. I was calling it the state of the Putin
8: address,
13: (laughs) and uh, unfortunately he didn't even mention anything constructive there. He didn't say what the United States could do to stop the mayhem in Ukraine. He didn't acknowledge the many stupid decisions that he made that led to this invasion of Ukraine, notably uh, giving Putin the green light on Nord Stream 2, the pipeline connecting Russia to Europe so they could cut out Ukraine, basically rolled out the red carpet for a Russian invasion, or the literal invitation that Joe Biden made to to Vladimir Putin. When Biden was asked, will you do anything if Putin invades Ukraine? he said, well, if it's only a minor incursion, then I suppose that would be just fine. You know, as if to say to the crocodile, only eat my pinky please. Don't eat the whole hand. It's not not going to work. And so he he talked for twenty minutes about it, and frankly it was the highlight of the speech because His own record here in America is so dismal that distracting with a play-by-play of what's going on in Ukraine was probably the best choice he had at his disposal.
4: Yeah, uh, I guess so. If if there's one thing I would think you could sort of rally everyone around, regardless of political stripe, of course it should be that, the security of this nation, and I think uh, broadly most support. Ukraine and in, in uh, their defense of their sovereignty of their nation and oppose what Putin is doing, but I just thought it was weird to go straight from that. and he, And I thought he had some good lines, if you will, in in the in the top of the speech with uh, respect to his discussion of that situation. But just going right into these domestic policies and attacking the Trump tax cuts—that just right. like didn't fit. Well, I, I suspect the if there was
13: any logic to it, and when you attribute logic to a Biden speech, you might be being a little too generous. But if there was any logic to it, it may have been biden's attempt to conflate putin and trump and he obviously the democrats have spent a long time doing that they pushed the the ridiculous russia hoax when ironically it was they who were colluding with the russians not the republicans and not donald trump exactly but if you go from from one bad guy in russia and then you say and also here's this really bad guy like donald trump aren't they so similar uh, i think it's just it's just another way to keep pushing that tired old talking
4: point I think for most Americans, Michael, what what did you hear that most Americans would have picked up on that addresses what is the kitchen table issue of the day? I, I, what did you hear?
13: Well, I I do think that Biden made some half-hearted overtures in that direction, notably with his claim that Democrats support funding the police. Yeah. Now, of course, Democrats do not support that. They explicitly called to defund the police. And then not only did they talk about it, but they actually did it in 2020 and uh, in 2021. So you saw a massive spike in violent crime throughout the nation that, that we're still grappling with. And and that, that crime spike doesn't play very well in Peoria. So at that moment, Joe Biden basically just lied. The Democrats applauded like seals, but they're not really going to do anything about it. They haven't introduced any legislation to, to reduce crime. Uh, you also saw it with the half-hearted Democrat USA, USA <laughs>
4: it
13: was It was so sad. It was as though they were doing their <laughs> best impression of a Republican. And it, it just didn't work. Um, these are the same people who tell you every day that America is evil, racist, rot, yep, yep. founding, they're protesting the flag. And so I thought that that didn't work. And and uh, beyond that, it was just more and more radicalism. I thought that the most radical moment of the speech that no one is really talking about was when Joe Biden endorsed a codification of Roe v. Wade in law, yep. so a national law saying that people have the right to kill babies no matter what the state law says, and he used the most ghoulish euphemism I think I've ever heard. He referred to abortion as maternal health (laughs) care. The the, the left always uses euphemisms for abortion because they don't want to admit what it it really is, which is killing babies. So they'll say, you know, women's health care or reproductive rights or whatever. But what's What's so crazy about this one is all the other euphemisms deny that the baby is a baby. This one, they're calling it maternal, so they're admitting it's a it's a mommy who's doing this. Yeah, I, I thought it was a, a truly a, an acceleration of their radicalism. There, I, I do not think that speech played very well. I don't think it moved the needle for Joe Biden at all.
4: Well, you, couldn't you get canceled for suggesting that only a mother, a female, could could have a baby? <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't think you could do that anymore.
13: <laughs> yeah, that's right. He wasn't woken up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Golly. Well, I, I think most people wanted to hear, I'm tired of paying four bucks at the pump. I, I'm tired of going to the grocery store and every time finding my bill has gone up. Uh, I think people wanted to hear, how are we going to address that? I just didn't hear it. What I heard was, you know, the best way we can... We can address this situation of rising gas prices is to buy an electric vehicle. Here's some tax credits to go do yeah. that. And, and by the way, here's some, here's some tax credits to go uh, put some more caulk around your windows. They're like, really? It sounds like a Barack Obama redo uh, of the right. cash for caulkers deal.
13: Frankly, it was, it was even worse than that because when he did on these rare occasions in the speech directly address the problem of historic 40-year high inflation, gas prices going through the roof about to get much higher because of what's going on in Ukraine, he, he actually said that the way he was going to combat inflation is by reducing costs. Yes. Which is the most empty, vapid <laughs> statement I've ever it's, – it's literally, he's saying, we're going to reduce costs by reducing costs. You say, well, oh, that sounds great, Buster, but uh, I think you got to be a little more specific than that. And, of course, he can't be because he doesn't actually have a policy.
4: Exactly. I, I just the, what is the other thing you said, Michael? Uh, kind of imploring companies to to raise their wages instead of their costs or something to that right. effect. And like, I, what I heard was a, a, just more of we believe we could manage this nineteen trillion dollar economy better than can the markets. That's right. th- that was what I heard from all of the domestic policy. We're going to do that by taking from this group and giving it to that group and limiting this and putting in these price controls. I mean, what it sounded like he was suggesting price and wage controls.
13: Well, it, it, rec- it expressed such incredible economic ignorance, because <laughs> even in that part you just cited, when he said that he's, he doesn't think that people or the company should raise their costs, they've got to raise their wages, it's as though he doesn't understand that wages are a cost, <laughs> <laughs> economics 101, businesses have labor costs and capital costs. <laughs> when when you raise those costs, that is going to be passed down to the consumer. It was it was just as feckless as when he's talking about Putin in Ukraine, and he says, we're issuing very strong sanctions on, Ukraine, uh, on Putin, except for on the energy oh, industry. On you oil. Say, well, <laughs> Russia's entire economy is propped
4: up by oil. <laughs> Unbelievable. Forty percent of their federal government revenues comes from the sale of state-owned oil, yet we excluded that as part of the sanctioning package. <laughs> it it makes no beautiful. sense. The other thing that caught my attention, i uh, got just a couple of seconds here, is he implored Americans to buy American, except for American oil. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
13: that's that's right.
4: It was a speech
13: as as we would expect.
4: Unbelievable. The
13: man was talking out of both sides of his mouth. It didn't do anything.
4: Michael, appreciate you coming on the program. Always uh, uh respect your analysis and love the show. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Bye. We'll be back here on middays from the Element Well Studio. Stay with us. See
10: my picture.
5: On the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 75. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 40. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 77. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 46. And for your finally Friday, a beautiful day. Mostly sunny conditions, high all the way up to 79. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871.
15: Get the most out of your tax refund with a new set of Kenda tires from Gateway Tire and Service Center. Jackson's proudest community sponsor with four convenient locations to serve you. Along with our great prices, your new Kenda tires come with a kind of protection you can't find anywhere else. Like free road hazard, free flat repair, free tire rotations and balancing, free inspections and more. See complete details online at gatewaytire.com. That's gatewaytire.com.
14: Discount Gunsafe says the Browning safes have arrived. Too many, in fact. Security Joe's warehouse is bursting at the seams, and he's having a huge sale to make room for his Hummer. For a limited time only, choose a Browning Sporter, Rawhide, Hog, or Silver Series gun safe, all with overstock price discounts. Take advantage of a special shipment of Browning Hog 49 gun capacity safes, discounted hundreds of dollars just for this sale. Whether you need a high-capacity safe for that expensive gun collection, or have just a few guns, important paper, jewelry, or cash, Discount GunSafe has something to fit any size and budget. Need it delivered? If you live less than 100 miles from the store, delivery starts at just $100. Put your tax refund to good use by purchasing a Browning safe at the lowest prices of the year. See these and other safes by visiting the showroom of Discount Gun Safe. 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl, Mississippi, or call 601-939-8233. That's 601-939-8233.
12: Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits.
16: Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umfleet with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at capitaldentalinc.com. Capital Dental, located
10: in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Russian forces continue their invasion of Ukraine, making their way toward the capital city of Kiev. Senator Roger Wicker is concerned that President Biden is still taking partial measures. If
17: we were all in to keep our troops out of uh, of Ukraine, to keep us out of the fight, but to give our friends all the tools they need, uh, why in the world didn't we dump the whole load? before he did what he did because we knew he was a truth but for heaven's sake after the invasion began which is now six days ago uh after that we should have dumped the whole load. we're still uh we're still allowing some of their international banking to go through and i cannot
10: understand why russia and ukraine are also resuming diplomatic talks for Super Talk mississippi news i'm kelly bennett
18: It's time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds for the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own, Three Doors Down, live. Five. Five. Three Doors Down with Cedar. Plus Bad Flower. non
0: Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's is with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one.
4: Middays from the Element Wealth Studios, Super Talk Mississippi on this. huh day? The day after Mardi Gras, the day after the State of the Union address, also Ash Wednesday as well, kicking off Lent, the Lenten season. Alright, so I just want you guys to know that a lot of times we, we have a little fun with Kamala Harris, but come on she's she's a serious politician she knows her stuff you got to get up pretty early in the morning especially when it comes to world affairs listen to kamala give us her explanation of what's going on over there at the ukraine if you're watching any level of news even social media you're seeing
7: everything that's going on right now in the ukraine break it down in layman's terms for people who don't understand what's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the united states listen carefully
10: ukraine is a country in europe it exists next to another country called russia russia is a bigger country russia is a powerful
9: country russia decided to invade a smaller country called ukraine so
4: Basically, that's wrong. There you go. That explains it. You see, Ukraine is a country. It's next to Russia. Russia's bigger. It decided to invade. Does that kind of sound like one fish, two fish, three fish, blue fish? But we got another expert here that I think really sort of captures Kind of the breadth of Kamala's knowledge in explaining this conflict, I found an older clip over here. This is uh, this is from a beauty contest.
7: Okay. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the
19: U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps, and uh, I believe that our ed- education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere like such as, and I believe that they should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa, it should help the Iraq and the Asian countries, so we will be able to build up our future for. Our
20: Thank you very much, South Carolina. <laughs>
4: oh, oh, sorry, that was Miss South Carolina <laughs> in like 2011 or so. I'm sorry, I thought it was Kamala. <laughs> they don't have enough maps. <laughs> but Kamala, she got her a map because she knows where Ukraine is. It's a country. It's next to. Russia. Can you believe this is the Vice President? That's sad. Miss South Carolina. How classic is that, though? I'm sorry. I I thought it was Kamala. I didn't... Got carried away. (laughs) Oh, you have to admit, that's pretty funny. That's so classic beauty contest. Uh, We need more maps so we can have a better future. (laughs) Oh, gosh. The market is up 561 today. That's because... Fed Chairman Jerome Powell went up there to the Capitol and testified, and he says, yep, we're going to raise the Fed funds rate this month, but only by 25 basis points, a quarter of a percent, not the 50 basis points, the half a percent that we expected. What a dilemma the Fed has on its hands, because right after Joe's speech, oil futures... If you track that, went up seven bucks. And I think right now sitting at about $109 a barrel. I heard President Trump this morning on the Business Channel say that he thinks that we're just getting started. $107 right now, looking at it on the screen. He thinks possibly going to $200 a barrel. And he basically said, well, what's going to stop it? There's some truth to that. We heard nothing from this president last night about achieving energy independence, something we had before Trump left office. Now we don't. By the way, even though Russia accounts for about 10% of global oil, It's about 4% of U.S. consumption. We did set a record last year in this country for the amount we import from Russia. It's hard to believe, isn't it, that a short four years ago, we had achieved total energy independence, producing more than we consume. We heard nothing from this president last night. And if you caught our interview with Michael Knowles, that is what he said. You need to go buy electric vehicles. And we're going to give you some tax credits to do that, except if those vehicles are not produced by union labor, sorry, you don't get the tax credits.
2: You saw Elon Musk's reply.
4: I did. Tell him.
2: That was actually pretty funny because they were touting they even tweeted it out from the uh, Joe Biden official, United States government official Twitter account. Yep. Ford is investing $11 billion to build electric vehicles, creating 11,000 jobs across the country. GM is making the largest investment in its history, $7 billion to build electric vehicles, creating 4,000 jobs in Michigan. Elon replied, Tesla's created over 50,000 U.S. jobs building electric vehicles and is investing more than double GM and Ford combined.
4: Unbelievable.
2: Just FYI to the person controlling this Twitter.
4: He's exactly right, and of course, you know, it wasn't too long ago that that uh, Elizabeth Warren attacked him, suggesting he didn't pay any taxes, and he had to correct her with the fact that he paid more than any American in the history of the country last year because of his liquidation of some of his holdings in Tesla. But it, it doesn't matter. I, I Again, I say, I find it totally inappropriate for a member of the government at that level to call out a company by name, to call out an individual, to scorn an individual? We should be praising people that produce value for society. Musk didn't get wealthy because what he makes isn't wanted by his fellow Americans or the rest of the world. He got wealthy because they want it. And because investors believe in his ability to invent more that people want.
2: It also helps that he has thick skin, because, I mean, right underneath that comment that he made, the, uh, the number one comment according to the algorithm, somebody replied, Just so everyone knows, you're the only one who controls your Twitter, right? <laughs> and his reply, in typical Elon Musk self-deprecating humor, well, I do have multiple personality disorder, but they're all technically in the same head.
4: <laughs> That's awesome. Let's face it. You got to be a little eccentric and wired differently to be that sort of innovator and inventor. Why do we attack these people? What's up with that? It's it's like because being different doesn't
2: fit into the mold.
4: Got to conform.
2: Yeah. Got to check the box. You got to find where you intersect in intersectionality so you can check the box.
4: Does it not reek of resentment to some degree and jealousy? Do you feel that coming out? To a certain extent, yeah. Sure feels like it to me. Rashida Tlaib, by the way, who again announced that... uh, she is not just a Democrat, but also a member of the Working Families Party. And she said a Republican party that serves only the rich and powerful and just enough corporate-backed Democratic obstructionist helps them succeed. And, of course, she is talking about Joe Manchin and Kyrsten Cinema uh, Obstructionists attacking them. Not smart. She didn't call him out by name, but that's, of course, who she's talking about. She did say that she was, uh, she praised the president, I should say, for getting, quote, shots in arms and delivering emergency relief since taking office. But he stopped what could have been an economic freefall by injecting all that money into the economy, which is causing the price of everything you buy to be considerably higher than it was before he took office. There's just no acknowledgement by him or her or their ilk that any of those policies contributed to the present economic plight of Americans. Zero. Time for a break here on Middays. Another segment coming up. In this uh, hour, from the Element Well Studios, Mike Barquette, President, Mississippi Construction Education Foundation, at
17: 11.05. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of MM Shapley Steakhouse.
11: This is the opening agri market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, May cotton was down 137 to 121.38. July cotton was down 130 to 117.92. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were down 15.5 to 16.74 and three quarters per bushel. July soybeans were down 16 cents to 16.46 and three quarters per bushel. May corn was up 11 and three quarters to 737 and a half per bushel. July corn. Was up one and a quarter to 709 per bushel. Mercantile April live cattle was up 45 to 140.97. June live cattle was down a nickel to 137 even. April feeders up 185 to 161.67. May feeders up 152 to 166.77. And at this hour at the open, Dow Jones is up 296 points, 33,591. I'm Dixon Williams of Super Talk, Mississippi, Angry News Network.
16: I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director at the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Our agency works to help those we serve prepare for today and also plan for the future. One way we do that is through the Mississippi ABLE program. This program provides the opportunity for individuals with disabilities to invest their money in tax advantaged accounts without the fear of losing public benefits. You can learn more or sign up by visiting MississippiABLE.com. That's MississippiABLE.com.
3: Farmers' hands deserve a hand. These are the hands that hold the soil, sow the seeds, that build, fix, and mend as they firmly grip the wheel of the entire operation. At BASF, we ensure your hands also hold the rewards of your work. With smart farming technology and digital tools like GrowSmart Advantage to help every acre perform at its peak. So at season's end, we can all put our hands together for a farmer's hands. BASF, helping you do the biggest job on earth.
10: If man is still
8: alive, if woman can survive, they may fly.
4: Welcome back, everyone, to middays from the Element Wealth Studios, Super Talk, Mississippi. That would be Zager and Evans bumping us into that segment. Are you thinking about or planning for retirement? Do you have a plan? Go to MyElementWealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Appreciate Element Wealth for sponsoring Middays, the Middays Element Wealth Studios, as it shall be known. And also, don't forget that tomorrow, we're going to be traveling down to the Trade Mart. Rhino will be taking care of business back here, the Gallo Show and Middays. We'll be broadcasting live at MEC Capital Day from a new location this year, that being the beautiful Trade Mart in Jackson. You'll hear from Governor Tate Reeves, Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman, Speaker Philip Gunn, Secretary of State Michael Watson, insurance commissioner mike cheney and many other state leaders to register to attend go to mec.ms.com that's mec.ms.com looking forward to that uh rumor has it that the lieutenant governor and the speaker of the house will join us on middays tomorrow not at the same time separate times but Looking forward to that. Always a great event. The weather's supposed to be beautiful. Come on down and join us, folks. If you hadn't seen the trademark, it is a sight to behold. So, so we got some questions about the Miss South Carolina tape. Is that real? <laughs> it is. And uh, let's see. One of our uh, audience members on the C Spire text line said that clip never gets old.
2: Yeah, that was from uh, the Teen USA pageant in 2007.
4: Okay. I'm, I always had the wrong date. But all I can think about when when I watch those beauty contest clips is the great Jan Hooks. I don't know if you remember her, a member of the Saturday Night Live cast during the 90, 90s, I believe. And uh, there's a little uh, skit they do where she plays a kind of a uh, a, a beauty contestant that's got this big old smile, but gets uh, in in the interview. Just crazy stuff comes out of her mouth. Talks in circles. It's really well done. Sort of plays a uh, like a southern, you know, beauty queen in that. Maybe we can find that. It's it's funny. Good to hear. Lots of texts are rolling in on the C Spire text line. And appreciate that. Great music, Rhino. Liked your choice of Zager and Evans. <laughs> a one-hit wonder for sure. Oh, yeah. That was like from the 60s? I, I want to say they made
3: that.
2: 60s, maybe early 70s. I've been pulling a lot from the 60s and 70s, loading in the, the new one-hit wonders to kind of mix things up, spice okay. things up a bit. But uh,
4: I don't remember when Zager and Evans released that one. I seem to remember it as a kid. Carolyn Starkville says... I saw one N95 mask person during the week. July of 69. Okay. President uh, Biden, she goes on to say, promised ice cream with all the toppings, but the ice cream is sour. (laughs) And I do agree with this, Carol. She remarks, you can't control a successful independent individual, but you can a dependent one. And what we heard last night, from my perspective, was a lot of, calling for the government to really come in and uh, make our society even more dependent. That's what I heard. It it just feels like these people loathe success. They hate profit. I heard a lot uh, what we were talking about with Michael. Uh, You need to lower your costs, not your wages. It ain't for you to say, Joe. That's just the problem. You don't control that, and you don't have a clue how that works. Not for you to say. And the way that we're going to address this uh, the higher cost of living brought on by inflation is we're just going to send you more money. And, by the way, your child care should never be more than 7% of your income. What do you think happens if those child care credit plans were to get enacted? would cause the cost of child care to skyrocket? It would be like all of those programs are. It would be absolutely rot with fraud and abuse and waste. There would just be money. It happens every single time.
2: It would be like the cost of health care in the last
4: century. Yes. It would be like
2: the cost of higher education in the last half century. I mean, anything else you want to go through?
4: Everything the government puts their hands in, they screw it up, they make it worse, they make it more expensive because they distort and pervert the market, the only fair and and pure arbiter of pricing and wages and, and market-staying power, not government. Time for a break here on Middays from the Element Wealth Studios after Super Talk News and Fox News. Mike Barquette, President, Mississippi Construction Education Foundation, joins us in the Element Wealth Studios. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090.
23: Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. More Russian missile strikes are hitting Kharkiv, Ukraine today. It's the seventh day of Russian attacks. Valentina Barsakova lives in Michigan and went back to Ukraine last Monday for her mom's birthday. She says getting out won't be easy.
10: After you go to east part of Ukraine and go to
19: Poland, this 25 kilometers line on the border, it's, it's bad.
23: President Biden talked about standing up for Ukraine in last night's State of the Union address, also his legislative agenda, and fighting inflation.
1: He also briefly touched on other domestic issues, like crime.
24: The answer is not to defund the police, it's to fund the police.
1: He also said it's time to secure the southwest border and pass immigration reform.
24: We can do all this while keeping lit the torch of liberty that has led the generation of immigrants to this land. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News.
23: Fed Chairman Jerome Powell says he expects an interest rate hike this month. America's listening to Fox News.
16: Rogers Dab's Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dab's service, parts, and quick lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates, Brandon, or rogersdabs.com.
5: The best-made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283.
12: Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs,
10: I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. After a days-long standoff between chambers, legislators were able to find some common ground on teacher pay raise legislation Tuesday. House Bill 530 will now have the language of Senate Bill 2444, ultimately providing raises of around $4,700 over a two-year period. Legislators pushed through several other bills like Equal Pay for Women and the revival of the initiative process. You can log on to supertalk.fm for details. Public Service Commissioner Brandon Presley wants Mississippi companies to cut ties with Russia. All regulated public utilities will be reporting whether their parent company, directly or indirectly, is doing business with Russia within a week. There was bipartisan support for Presley's request. He also wants to know how those utilities plan to sever those ties if they exist. I'm Kelly Bennett.
21: I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming.
5: Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot.
21: <laughs> I-, I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is just part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes
16: closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages,
6: zero injuries.
10: The Supreme Court nominee Ketanji Brown-Jackson will meet with congressional leaders today, taking her first steps toward confirmation. Congressman Michael Guest hopes the Senate will properly vet her.
25: Uh, that they'll ask her those questions to make sure that she can be fair and impartial, that she has no underlying political uh, motives uh, that would influence uh, her decision-making. And so we will continue to watch those hearings play out as she begins to meet individually with Senators as she has uh, those hearings. Uh, and at the conclusion of the hearings, uh, we'll have a better idea as to what type of Supreme Court justice that she would make.
10: The Russell C. Davis Planetarium in Jackson is the recipient of $1.5 million in donations. The Junior League of Jackson and the Community Foundation of Mississippi presented the money as part of a renovation project. The planetarium has been closed since 2018 due to roof and interior problems. It's Expected to reopen after 12 million in renovations are completed in 2023.
0: here on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Welcome back, everyone, to Midday's Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Wealth Studios on this. Huh, Joining us now in the studios, Mr. Mike Barquette. He's the president of the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Mike, good to see you, my friend. Thanks for coming in.
20: Great to see you, too, Gerard. Thank you for having me. All
4: right, so tell us about this uh, upcoming MCEF Skills USA State Craft Championship you guys are hosting.
20: A few years ago, we uh, partnered with the Department of Education and decided that uh, we would help host the SkillsUSA competition. It gives young people an opportunity throughout the state to compete on the state level and then qualify to go to a national competition in June. So a couple of years ago, we decided to put everything under one roof. We would have high school students, community college students, and our own apprentices competing under one roof at the same time working on similar projects, uh, trying to compete to go to nationals for the uh, young people and for our apprentices to go to a national competition in San Antonio, Texas this year, but next year it'll be in, I think it's in California, I'm Hmm. not certain about that. Okay, so
4: there's a national competition for this as well.
20: That's right. So So
4: you win here, I guess, you advance to that? That's right. The first
20: place winners qualify for eligibility to go to the national competition, the beauty of it is, it takes our best and competes against the best in other states across the United States. So, what are some of the the disciplines, the trades that they that
4: they um, compete on?
20: Well, there there are eleven different trades that we'll be having at Trademark. We'll have carpentry, we'll have plumbing, we'll have masonry, we'll have cabinet making, we'll have team build, which is an opportunity for four individuals to work together to build a house. We'll have. Uh, sheet metal welding sculpture Hmm. uh, where they'll actually be uh, you know have built something to bring it in there will be uh, welding fabrication where they're going to build a chimney uh, from scratch uh, to show you, and then there 'll be uh, I think there 's motor control, electrical wiring, and sheet metal. Huh. Those are the eleven trades that we 'll be offering
4: well i got to tell you as uh, as one who uh, has to pay people to do that kind of work, <laughs> I have deep respect for those who possess those talents and we don 't have enough, do we
20: no we don 't and that 's one of the reasons that we decided to partner with the department of education we 're trying to develop tomorrow 's workforce today getting young people involved, getting them to look at career choices and career opportunities. So we're trying to get them to understand that if you don't want to go to a four-year institution or you don't want to continue your education, you can go to work right out of high school and uh, make a pretty good living at it if you're inclined to do so.
4: Yeah, I I mean, and the press release, uh, Mike, says that we need
20: 80,000 of there these workers in the state? We'll need 80,000 in the next couple of years to complete <laughs> uh, the retirement, to fulfill those that are retiring, that are leaving, and to do the work that we have available to do in the state of Mississippi alone. There will be over a million workers, professionals, needed throughout the whole United States in the next three to four years. How does uh, is this? This isn't the first time you've had this competition. Though, is oh it? no, this is our I think going on eighth or ninth time to do this. How, how does Mississippi do when they advance to the national competition? They don't do as well as we'd like them to do. Uh, some do extremely well, but some you know just don't. Uh, we're behind in that area. Okay. Uh, we don't give them the. Uh, the tools necessary to be successful. You and I both coached and yep. you've helped me before, but you understand if you give a pitcher only a couple of pitches and expect him to win, he can't do it. Right. So we've got to do a better job of preparing our young people to go to the national and compete. That's the reason that we try to do this state competition, to give them an idea of what okay. to expect okay. when they get to a national level, because we're looking at a Several hundred people. They'll be looking at several thousand people. Sure, all at the same time working. So, what is your organization,
4: Mike, doing, or who are you working with, just just to promote these opportunities in these trades?
20: Well, we were founded back in '96 by a legislative act that created our construction foundation. Okay, we partnered with the Department of Education at that point to figure out that we needed to reach young people immediately upon eighth and ninth grade to show them what to do. There are ten trade associations that comprise our foundation. And uh, ABC, Associated Builders and Contractors, Associated Generals, Contractors, uh, the brick industry, the concrete, the asphalt, the road builders, all of these associations work with us to promote and recruit for our workforce tomorrow. We provide training opportunities. For them to have better workers and to have new folks that want to come into those trades. So we stay pretty busy trying to recruit and train a workforce for the construction industry in the state of Mississippi. Do you get pushback from, from uh, youth that when you talk about the opportunities here, do some of them
4: say, no, it's just in for me, I'm, I'm going to pick a different career route?
20: Yes, we do. And the problem that we have is the word work. Uh, they want the money, but they don't understand you've got to <laughs> put the time and effort in. To work, it, uh, they want to earn what you and I earn today. That took us thirty and forty years to acquire, right? But they want it immediately, and they don't understand. And we've done a bad job in that. We said you can make a hundred thousand dollars as a welder, you can, but you've got to gain the knowledge, the experience, the expertise in order to get there. Sure, you're not going to graduate from high school and command that kind of salary. They've got to learn to be patient. They've got to understand that you've got to put a little time and effort in. And once you attain the skills necessary, then the money is available. Opportunity's out there, but you've got to be patient to get there. Some can go right in and jump in there and make that six figures immediately, but it's a rare occasion. Yeah. Um, Are there organizations or or individuals that sort of travel around and visit and make presentations in the schools or other groups? We do. I have three area directors that work with us. They cover the entire state of Mississippi. There are 113 career and technical centers in the state of Mississippi, and we cover every one of them. Each of those area directors has approximately 33 schools that they go to, centers. And those centers comprise 225 high schools that are contributing students to that. Today we have 5,472 high school students enrolled in construction programs. And we're trying to show them that career opportunity, that career path that they can go on. So we're hoping that uh, some of them will make it, some won't, some will decide this isn't for me, it's something else I'd rather do. But as you just said, it's a skill that you can acquire And uh, when you get older, like us, and you have families and you have houses, you have two choices, pay someone or do it yourself.
4: That's exactly right. And uh, for me, because uh, I have no knowledge or such skills, I happily pay people to do that. Uh, But... Uh, I I got to be honest about that. That can be difficult because the demand exceeds the supply. I mean, it's just simple as that.
20: That's it. And if you've tried to get someone to do some work lately, you'll find out that it, they're they're just not available. Yeah. Uh, try to find a good mechanic or a diesel mechanic or an auto body man. Not just in the construction field, they're just difficult to find. Yeah. Uh, work is in high demand for those that are ready to go to work today, and uh, some of them are just overloaded, and they just can't find and add on new things. And they don't have the work staff available because they're not out there available for them. Yeah.
4: And of course, this imbalance of supply and demand, Mike, seems to have driven up the the price
20: of those services as well. Well, lumber prices, as you are well aware, a few months ago, they were out of the roof. They're coming down somewhat, but yeah, the law of supply and demand is there. Steel, if you've tried to buy steel to work on anything, it is outrageous, the price you pay today. Gas at the pump, as we all know, sure. is outrageous. But all these other things are, are just as bad for us today.
4: Yeah, and and that, um, as you said, the, the gas aspect of that, that's drives everything. It's a component of almost everything, um, including the ability to transport yourself and those goods around as well. And so that figures into it. Uh, but, yeah, I, I know in trying to get folks to do that kind of work, uh, and there are a lot of good ones out there, but sometimes you have to wait.
20: That's right. And if you can wait and, and get it done, that's great. But yeah. sometimes you can't afford to if you've got a, a roof leaking or a plumbing issue or, or heat and air problem that needs to be satisfied pretty quickly. Uh, waiting is not an, not an option at that point.
4: And the, thing, the point you make, Mike, about you have to acquire those skills and build up to that level, well, heck, that applies no matter what the industry or the or the profession is. It's not. That's not unique to construction. It, well, that's that's an issue for our society. Oh right? yes,
20: that's that's in general. I yeah. mean, um, my daughter, my son-in-law, all of them are. You know, they're looking for the immediacy today, mm. and you've got to put some time and grade in to learn. And yeah. then the opportunities are there. They're not gone away. They'll be there for you, but you just got to be patient and learn all you can. My Uncle used to tell me the one thing that no one can take from you is education. The more you put in your head, the better off you are, and you never lose it. No one can steal it, but it's always there for you to go back to.
4: Seems like to a great extent, we we kind of gotten to a point in this country where you graduate from high school, you graduate from college. Well, I know everything I need to know at this point. No, you're just getting started. That's right. This right. is the reality, and you can't ever stop learning and acquiring knowledge and and perfecting your your knowledge level and your skills and. That's how you increase your income. Doesn't well, matter what
20: it is. Certainly. And you and I both know if we went to college, it was a tool to open the door. That's exactly right. Because we learned. After we got out, we realized what we needed to know to be successful in wherever we were. Totally right. Mike, thanks so much
4: for coming in and explaining this to it to us, and I uh, look forward to being with you guys next week. We're at the Trademark, I think. We are right? at
20: the Trademark, March the 8th and 9th. It's open to the public. Hope everyone will come out and join us and see what tomorrow's workforce looks like.
4: Looking forward to it. Mike Barquette, president of the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation, has been our guest on Middays from the Element Wealth Studio. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
5: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 75. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 40. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 77. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 46. And for your finally Friday, a beautiful day, mostly sunny conditions, high all the way up to 79. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole
16: Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company.
3: Learn more at Pilium.com. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the iCar Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland, or online at
5: ClintonBodyShop.com. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540, or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I oh.
6: Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State, every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The talk
0: that keeps Mississippi talking.
6: We're
8: rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it.
6: Middays with Gerard Gibbert
0: on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Midday Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Wealth Studios we are. We appreciate all the engagement on the C Spire text line which is of course 601-879-4395. A friend texted in when we were talking about a Rashida Tlaib squad member who delivered a uh, I would say a rather scathing response to the president's state of the union address essentially delivering the narrative that it's just not progressive enough, doesn't go far enough. And she called out two of the obstructionists in the Democrat Party, corporate obstructionists. Didn't name them by name, but we did mention that she's a member of a a political party of which I was unaware until last night when she announced it. I think at the outset of her remarks, that she is a member of the Working Families Party. Working Families Party. My friend texted in and said, I bet she runs as a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, that's where the old dollars come from. I think he's right. Mm. I also wanted to say that Mike and I go back a long time. Mike uh, used to coach baseball, as you can tell. At St. Andrews, and I believe won a couple of state championships there. At St. Andrews, he's uh, an excellent, outstanding person and a great coach as well. And I think this role is perfect for him. And I, I was shocked. Were you not, Rhino? That, according to the press release about the contest, eighty thousand, eighty thousand tradespeople needed in Mississippi. Hey, no wonder. You got to wait a long time to get anybody to do that sort of work. 80,000. And if I'm not mistaken, I think we have Representative Jill Ford coming on the program on Friday, whose sons are extremely successful plumbers. I've had them do some work at the house. And they're coming on to to talk about that on Friday. Looking forward to that discussion. But geez, 80,000. but this, this issue of delayed gratification is the way the left describes it and has, has labeled it, has cast it as racist, white supremacist. How many reports have we found, and, and I think even some video that we've played over the last year and a half or so, where that has come up as a, a tenet? of white supremacy, the idea that you want to, or you would sacrifice for a while, or for some period of time, as Mike said, to acquire more skills, to build up your, your proficiency in whatever your art is, your talent, your role, and your reputation as well, and your value proposition to the market, be it employer. Or you might be an independent contractor. doesn't matter. But it's all about your value proposition. That's what people part with their money for. Value. It's real simple. But somehow we've gotten to this point, and you've got to place some of the blame, do you not? If not all of it. At the feet of government, leftist government, that, and, and all these anti-racist people, Ibram Kendi that have said, oh, no, waiting, sacrificing early on in career to move up the economic ladder and uh, pursuing a career path? Oh, no, that's white supremacist. What the hell does that mean?
2: It means he doesn't have an actual logical argument, so he appeals to emotion.
4: (sighs) And then what I heard last night, in the State of the Union is. Don't worry, we got your child care, we got your health care, we got you, we're gonna pay you for having kids, we're gonna pay you for driving an EV, we're gonna pay you to caulk your home and install weather stripping. That's what we're gonna do. And we're gonna take money from those dirty, greedy corporations. They don't pay their fair share in his in the wealthy in society and his uh, his statement about, and his description of the Trump tax cuts, I mean, he really did pivot straight from Ukraine to that, has been debunked a gazillion times. He used the same old tired Democrat argument. It was a two trillion dollar tax plan that all went to the tax cut that all went to the top one percent. That's been debunked over and over and over again. What did he get three Pinocchios from the Washington Post? From the Post, right. And you know that it was hard for them to put three Pinocchios up on that. But he continues to spew that nonsense. And the, the train seals, you can just see them. They're kind of rubbing their fists together like Nancy was, <laughs> clapping. They're lapping this nonsense up. But this is something that should be considered. If you're going to take, as he did last night, some victory laps on job creation, and I really tried to, to uh, uh, promote this idea that you're just all better off, you just don't know it economically. He, he did. He, he talked about that. But consider this. The condition of the economy and the level of prosperity in an economy, and economic activity, is to a great extent relied on by tax policy driven by tax policy. Guess whose tax policies are still in effect? The worst human ever to walk the face of the earth, Donald Trump, according to the left. It's his tax policies. So wouldn't you have to credit him? Because you're telling us, Joe, that you got a whole different tax plan that's going to make things better, but then you turn around and take victory laps on on the state of the economy which to a great extent was driven by your predecessor's tax policies.
2: And that's not even the most egregious. The most egregious was him talking about the cost of insulin. I heard that, too. So his first day in office, he signs an executive order to undo what Trump did to lower exactly the cost right. of insulin, only to drag it out till his first State of the Union so he can have it as something in his speech.
4: A, a point to it as a victory. Absolutely right. Well... I don't know if you guys watched or not, but when he talked about the Trump tax cuts and he made that statement again, the $2 trillion went to the top 1%, that there were some oohs and ahs and moans and boos in the uh, audience, of course, coming, I'm sure, from the Republican side, because they know that's just not true. So consider this, and we've stated this before on the program, it's worth saying again. A record number of households in this country paid no income tax in the last tax year. A record number. 61% of the households in this country paid no federal income tax. That's under the Trump tax plan, coupled with all of this helicopter money that that they threw out there. That was a factor as well. But honestly, that was one of the concerns I had about the Trump tax plan, is that it took taxpayers off the tax rolls, and it shifted more of the burden to the, uh, the higher-level taxpayers. And what this guy wants to do is, again, in terms of domestic policy, he just wants to take out of this pocket, skim off the top, and send it out to that pocket. I I think most Americans are clear-eyed enough and rational enough to know that's probably not a good policy. I hope they see that in attempting to do that, or he didn't attempt, he did that to a great extent over the last year with the American Rescue Plan, that is a major reason for why your price of gas is so high, why your groceries are so dang high. He refuses to acknowledge that. You know the other thing that was noticeably absent in the speech? China. He said not one word, not one reference to China. I found that to be rather shocking. He said nothing. He also said nothing, I guess because it was such a catastrophe, about Afghanistan. What, what about the 13 soldiers who lost their lives there? Nothing. 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 Wouldn't it have been appropriate to have the families? At least somebody to represent those families? Yeah, that he event? would have
16: lost
2: very little and in fact probably gained a lot politically by just mentioning them. But on the flip side of that, what's her face that tried to make a she tried to make a show out of herself. I'm trying to be nice here. When you could clearly tell he's winding up to give his late sun boa plug like he does in every single big speech you could see it coming a mile away
4: but she thought that was the time to try to have her big you lie Boebert, moment Lauren Bobert, you talking about yeah. representative Boebert that was inappropriate totally inappropriate time for a break here on Middays from the Element Well Studios more to talk about it and some sound to play for you that I think you'll enjoy stay with us
7: tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer. The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve, and you'll get it from Jenny King, the King of Clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, healthcare facilities, schools, and offices here in the the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate plus our average customer retention rate is eight years for your clean and healthy building go to jannyKingCleans.com. that's jannikincleans.com now
8: King, the King of
12: magnolia health is made for Mississippi a statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations community outreach programs
1: You mind your own business.
16: Mind my own business. What's that supposed to mean?
1: No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know.
14: It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You
1: know, I hear people lease can help. How can they help? People lease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable four hundred one k program and a twenty four seven online human resource
10: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. After a days-long standoff between chambers, legislators were able to find some common ground on teacher pay raise legislation Tuesday. House Bill 530 will now have the language of Senate Bill 2444, ultimately providing raises of around $4,700 over a two-year period. Legislators pushed through several other bills like equal pay for women and the revival of the initiative process. You can log on to supertalk.fm for details. Public Service Commissioner Brandon Presley wants Mississippi companies to cut ties with Russia. All regulated public utilities will be reporting whether their parent company, directly or indirectly, is doing business with Russia within a week. There was bipartisan support for Presley's request. He also wants to know how those utilities plan to sever those ties if they exist. I'm Kelly Bennett.
0: It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Supertalk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Supertalk Mississippi. Ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbett on Supertalk Mississippi.
4: Welcome back, everyone. T-Rex bumping us into this segment here on Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Wealth Studios on this. Update? Don't forget to go to elementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Mark it up, 628 today. Again, that on the news earlier from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell, that he's only going to raise the old interest rates by a quarter point instead of the. Just last week, uh, Goldman Sachs had 80 percent chance he would increase by half a point, but the Ukraine situation uh, really changed all that. Rhino, what were you telling me over the break about how they're handling looters in Ukraine?
2: Oh yeah, the uh, the average everyday ukrainian is having to deal with not just the russians invading but you have the everyday average criminal trying to take advantage of the situation but ukrainians have taken matters into their own hands and have started taking looters and tying their hands behind their back putting them on street lamps and poles along the side of the road and using either saran wrap or duct tape to keep them there until the authorities can get around to them <laughs> And that's not the only kind of fun news coming out of Ukraine, which is sad. I mean, it's an invasion. It's a war. But there is a silver lining on this dark cloud, and it comes in the form of the Ukrainian government and their seemingly ceaseless ability to uh, take the mickey out of the situation. (laughs) The uh, Ukrainian government has now declared, according to their tax people, that if you confiscate any of the Russian invasion equipment, such as tanks or armored personnel carriers or rifles or any other equipment, you don't have to file it on your income taxes. You don't have to declare it as an increase in your income or a change in your status.
4: It's not a capital gain, in other words. So you don't have
2: to worry about putting that tank you pulled off with your tractor on your taxes.
4: That is so awesome. That's just, that's perfect. I love it. That's great. Meanwhile, in this country, uh, the idea is to turn you upside down, shake you down, (laughs) so that all your money falls out, Joe Biden's going to take it and reinvest it. (laughs) Unbelievable. Nate from Batesville had an interesting comment, and this was concerning our interview with Mike Barquette with the uh, Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. He says, sales is something that needs to be taught also, as much as it can be. I totally agree with you on that, Nate, and uh, having grown up in a household with a father who was a consummate salesperson and only had a fifth grade education, but good grief, he was so good at that. Way better than I could ever hope to be, and uh, was fortunate to employ many fantastic uh, account managers as well, there, there's something about, I think, those personalities that are a bit innate. That's not to say you can't teach and make it better. Absolutely. There are sales texni- techniques, methodologies, approaches. Absolutely.
2: but I would say it's tougher to learn than it is to just have it as a natural, charismatic skill, simply because the, the teachable skills are constantly changing and, and updating as we understand more and more about Human psychology and marketing trends and that kind of thing.
4: Totally right. But you know that there's still no substitute for that face-to-face interpersonal skills. What we say in the sales business is promoting the warm fuzzies. When you as a, a buyer, a customer, when you get those warm fuzzies, and that's the job of the salesperson, is to elicit those warm fuzzies out of you. And when you do that, you're uh, you're on your way to being successful, no question. And it doesn't matter what you're selling. That that interrelationship, uh, excuse me, the interrelationship and, and the ability to build those skills and build that trust and and, and become a uh, considered a trusted partner. That's a special skill, no question about it. That will take you far. And. Uh, I think you got to, you're right, I think you got to sort of be, born. you've got to be wired a certain way to do that. Almost all professions are that to some extent, right? I mean, it's, it's God's plan. That's what makes the world go round. But I, I agree with you, though, Nate. Um, it, uh, it applies across a broad spectrum of industries, and I found that, you know, the more of a commodity as a product or service, perhaps the less you need. From someone to support you to sell to you. Yeah, I was about to say it's kind of like
2: how social media has changed the way we view ourselves and and it has impacted self confidence for generations. It seems. Yeah. Where you're you're looking at the highlight reel of someone else's life and trying to compare yours. In mm-hmm. sales, we've we have this now long history of success stories where an individual just happens to have the right idea at the right time in the right place, so it doesn't require as much hard work or time and energy to get to the top as your everyday average worker. Like, the, the thing that comes to mind is the, the World's Fair where they invented the ice cream cone. Didn't take a whole lot of salesmanship to sell the ice cream cone. Right. Because it was in the right place at the right time. Right. But not every product is going to be an ice cream cone.
4: Right. So... To that point, to me, the more of a a commodity a product is. I mean, ice cream is a commodity. You pretty much know what the value proposition of it is, right? It delivers a good uh, taste experience. Uh, So it's not a matter of having to be sold on that unless they do something with it. And And, of course, ice cream folks are creative. They do. But when something's new... And it's, it's, uh doesn't really have a history or a reputation. That's when you need somebody to coddle you and pat you on the head, and I'm going to be there and it's going to be okay. It's kind of the opposite, I think, of what a lot of people uh, feel and think, is that, well, the really more the complex something is, I, I don't really need salespeople. It's actually just the opposite. You do. And uh, most people will, they want to latch on to someone that they can, uh, kind of take down with them if it doesn't go well, but uh, be there to support them. It's,
2: Gene and Mendenhall has
4: a point on the C-SPIRE text line. It says, you can have a great product, but without customer
2: service, it will fail. No question. I.e., Kentucky Fried Chicken or Sears.
4: Uh, totally right. Absolutely. Chris from Oxford I'm not sure I'm following you, Chris. Oh, that is awesome! I'm a tax deduction. Deduction. That sounds like something President Trump would have done. Hell I think of you meant idea. to say
2: on the tax deduction, like the Ukrainians not having to. File oh, for
4: oh, got Russian you, got, got you. I got you. I'm. I probably came through a series. Thank you, Chris. I got you. Yeah, it it does sound like something Trump would have done. I agree with you. The uh, look. The only thing that the Democrats think about in terms of tax deductions and credits is for something related to climate. That's what we heard last night. I still can't get that out of my mind, that that uh, his proposed solution to our economic trials are tax credits for electric vehicles. Run out and buy you an EV today, and your troubles are over.
2: Lower your costs, not your wages. Oh, does that mean I can just <laughs> pay my supplier three-quarters of what they bill me?
4: Oh, that is just unbelievable. And, and once again, of course, implied, if not directly stated, that these greedy corporations are they're the ones that are profiteering. And he did make some reference to all of those who, who uh, achieved enormous wealth through the pandemic. Guess what did that? Government, Government played right into their hands. They shut down everything. It wasn't the small and mid-sized businesses that think about a typical restaurant or retailer. Seems like uh, gyms, workout establishments, were always in the news because they rely on people coming in and and using all their equipment for a subscription. That's how they make money. But when you shut them down and say they can't come in, it, it's government that caused the few who offered products and services, mainly services, that helped us manage our way through the pandemic, you're going to gripe about making them richer? You did it! It's your policies! How do they not see that? Don't want to see it, do they? Nope. That's the bottom line. They they don't want to see it. But on the other hand, shouldn't we be grateful for their inventions, which did ease that pain? What about life without those inventions? What would that have been like? But you see them coming down to earth. I I use Zoom as an example. Peloton. All of those folks involved in those companies, yeah, they made out like bandits, as they say, because they offered tools to mitigate your way through the government shutdowns. But now, if you've noticed, they're all coming back down to earth, Zoom, plummeting their shares. Because people are going back to the office. Don't need it as much. Peloton, didn't they just replace their CEO, I think? Uh, not. Uh, their stockholders, their board, not happy with their performance?
2: Well, they've had a tough time on TV shows recently.
4: Yeah, that's that's true. That's kind of funny. We're going to step aside right here middays from the Element Well
16: Studios. We'll return. I'm happy. Mississippi has more eyes in her name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken, the bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move
9: to your own beat, nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank,
16: in your corner. Member FDIC.
11: this is a midday agri-market report u s ag secretary tom vilsack is tamping down concerns about some of the impacts of the russian invasion of ukraine on global agricultural markets but analysts and economists see high volatility and market risk if grain and oilseed flows from ukraine are halted by the war on separate calls reporters Food and grain market analysts discuss the risk to global markets for wheat, barley, and vegetable oils if the war continues and causes extensive disruption to the Ukraine agricultural production this year. Vilsack read a comment he made last week that the agricultural production and export situation for the Ukraine is uncertain going forward, and he said it's premature to project what will happen in such a fluid crisis. We take a bit of a deep breath here, he says, because the situation doesn't lend itself to clarity at this point in terms of the impact and effect on production.
15: and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe.
0: You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect? Or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305.
4: We're back with you here on Middays from the Element Weld Studios. We thank you so much for joining us So, on the C text line. I made the statement. Now, I've made the statement many times before. I, I simply don't agree that members of our government, particularly at the federal level, members of Congress, cabinet members, president, etc., I don't agree that they should ever condemn, criticize, call out, lambast private sector entities. If they break the law, that's different. Absolutely. Fair game at that point. But on the ceasefire text line, Trump called out hundreds of companies while in office. I hear you. First, I don't think it was hundreds. It was a few. But it wasn't hundreds. I should also say, I called out Trump on it too. I wasn't on the air then, but in my social media and in my speaking, I don't agree with that. I I didn't agree with Mr. Trump in that respect. I get it. I know why he's doing it. I just don't think it's right that someone at that level with the, the power and the bully pulpit of government... and it was really what he was calling companies out on was when they were debating, uh, uh, I want to say early on in his presidency, one was debating between expanding operations somewhere in the Midwest, Indiana or something like that, as opposed to moving those operations overseas. I just think that's a decision a private company's got to make, and the market will either support it or they won't. And you know what? If you make it uh, valuable, make the in operating environment, the tax environment, the economic environment, advantageous to stay in this country for whatever that is, then do it. It's not that I'm anti. obviously not anti-American and and, uh, producing goods and services in this country whatsoever. I just don't think that government should use the microphone, if you will, the bullhorn, to call out a company, and so I don't agree with that from the standpoint of, of anybody. The one I remember that really just drove me crazy was Harry Reid calling out the Koch brothers when he was majority leader in the Senate. That's, oh, that was so disgusting.
2: It was kind of both ways for Trump, though, because remember when everybody got on him for uh, promoting the Goya brands? After the Goya, it was yeah. Goya CEO said, we're we're lucky to have a leader like you, and then everybody was like, "Oh my goodness, yeah, don't buy Goya and then you couldn't find it at the stores because all the <laughs> sold it. it
4: out. Uh, so you may disagree with me folks, and that's fine. I just don't I don't think that's a role of government. I want them to be so dang irrelevant and that their policies are the reason that companies want to come here or set up shop. And the same is true. Within the fifty states, just the fifty states compete for these these business these businesses to locate or expand or set up shop. Same deal. It's all about the policies, the environment, the workforce, etc. So, anyhow, uh, Kevin, uh, of course, he had some comments for us today, and uh, here we go. He said Trump did the same thing with the Obama economy, and of course he's referring to uh, my discussion about the Trump tax cuts still being in place. By the way, it wasn't two trillion. it was for what it's worth. It was 1.5 trillion over 10 years. 150 trillion excuse me, billion dollars a year, which ain't squat when you're spending four and a half trillion a year. Honestly. They point to that as if all of our troubles would go away if we had that $2 trillion over 10 years. And it's completely false. And they don't take into account the positive impact that those policies had. But you're wrong about that, Kevin. And here's how. Household income, this is all documented by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, over Obama's eight years rose $1,100. It rose nearly $5,000 under Trump over four years. That's just fact. And with respect to Obama's policies, tell me which ones. He only passed three major pieces of legislation. Only three the goofy $887 billion stimulus plan, which he later found out and laughed about it. Oh, I guess the jobs weren't really a shovel-ready as we thought. He did that. He passed the egregious banking regulations. Dodd-Frank, thankfully Trump, rescinded most of those. Just about put community banks uh, out of business. And he passed Obamacare. Now, Kevin, tell me which one of those three created the economy that we enjoyed under Trump. Because that's it. Go look it up. Those are the only three, because what happened is in 2010, who could forget? The Democrats took what Obama described as a shellacking in the midterms, and that put the entire rest of his agenda on ice. He got nothing done. And you know what he had left? Climate change and card check to appease unions. That was coming next. Time for a break here on middays. We've got Super Talk News and Fox News, and then Congressman Michael Guest is calling in. Stay with us.
0: You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com.
23: I'm Chris Foster. More Russian missiles hit Ukraine.
7: Ukraine says more than 2,000 civilians have been killed in the first week of Russia's invasion. Video from Ukraine's government appears to show the roof of a government building collapsing as the city of Kharkiv comes under another day of deadly
23: Russian shelling. Fox's Simon Owen. President Biden's on his way to Wisconsin for a speech promoting his economic agenda, the kind of speech a lot of presidents give the day after their State of the Union address.
1: Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell told Fox's America's Newsroom the president's stated goals represented more of the same.
6: I don't think anything the president said last night is likely to deal
23: effectively with raging inflation.
1: McConnell said while Biden campaigned as a moderate, as president, he is pushing Senator Bernie Sanders' agenda.
23: Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. America's listening to Fox News.
16: As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105.
5: Call today. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
10: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. No amount of rhetoric will convince the American people that things are better since President Biden took office. That from Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith after Biden delivered his State of the Union address. Senator Roger Wicker says he knew the right things to say about Ukraine, but...
17: He's brought about this inflation, and, uh, and we're stuck with it, so he wants to blame people who are, are trying to sell stuff and saying they're, uh, they need to cut their prices. We have a serious inflation problem. Um, we have a serious border problem. One million people or more illegally crossing the southern border. Uh, and suddenly, uh, last night, he says, uh, we need immigration reform and border enforcement. So it, uh, none of it, uh, none of it rang true.
10: For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. Hey, it's me, Gus the Gopher for Atmos Energy.
22: Being a gopher, I like to dig. That's what us gophers were born to do, along with eating plants, taunting groundskeepers, and listening to bluegrass music. And I especially enjoy digging around the yard. Occasionally, I bump into a utility line and I get a headache. Ouch! After all, they're hard to miss since they can be buried anywhere. But if you hit one with your shovel, backhoe, or ditch digger, you could cause a gas leak, disrupt service, or worse. Makes me shaking my paws just thinking about it. You can avoid all of this by calling 811 at least three business days before you or someone else digs in your yard to have those underground utility owned lines marked. Calling 811 will help protect your property and, more importantly, you. It's free and it's the law. You dig what I'm saying? For more on safe digging, visit atmisenergy.comslash 811.
10: City leaders in Ridgeland are opting out of the state's medical marijuana program. Their decision Tuesday means there won't be any facilities for growing or selling in the city for now. A provision in the legislation allows counties and municipalities to opt out within three months of when the bill became law. A couple of other cities plan to discuss opting out. That includes Gluckstadt, they'll have a public hearing on the issue next week, and the mayor of Madison is apparently reviewing the law. Residents can petition for an election to overrule any decision by Bridgeland's leaders if they choose. The head of the Federal Reserve says interest rates will be going up this month. Fox's Jenny Casola has more.
18: Fed Chair Jerome Powell tells Congress the central bank intends to raise interest rates at the end of its two-day meeting March 16th, despite uncertainties caused by the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Powell says inflation is well above two percent and the labor market is strong.
10: I'm Kelly Bennett.
18: It's time to take a road trip down to the coast For CPR Fest 20 Outside on the grounds so for the Mississippi Coast Coliseum Saturday, April 2nd Starring Mississippi's own Three Doors Down, live five, 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 six, Three Doors Down with Seether Plus Bad Flower non point
6: To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3.
0: And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Everyone, to middays on Super Talk Mississippi. We are coming at you live from the Element Wealth Studios on this hump day. Joining us now, calling in from Washington, is Congressman Michael Guest. Thanks for coming on, Congressman. Good to see you. Man,
25: thank you for having me, Gerard. Hope everything is uh, going well uh, back in Mississippi today.
4: Absolutely, sir. So what do you think? It was a, a, big, uh, a big night last night, of course, uh, there in the House of Representatives. Uh, President Joe Biden comes out and, I thought, de- delivered uh, a fairly inspiring set of remarks concerning the situation in Ukraine. But what we've been talking about on the program this morning is that he, like, immediately and abruptly pivoted to the Trump tax cuts in, the, in his domestic agenda. Like, What?
25: Well, you know, you're exactly right. You know, the, the very beginning of the speech where he talked about America standing with Ukraine, when he, you know, recognized the ambassador of the Ukraine, when he talked about the bravery of President Zelensky, I, I mean, I, I think he came out and really focused on on the one area which there is clear bipartisan support. Republicans and Democrats are united behind uh, our stand to assist the Ukrainian people as they are fighting for their freedom. Uh, But I will tell you that after he then pivoted to uh, domestic talk, topics, you know, I found his speech to be very uninspiring. You know, mm-hmm. I think what people were hoping is that the president would inspire us, that, that he would be able to set forth concrete plans on how he intended to deal with many of the domestic issues we're facing, inflation, inflation, uh, the rise in violent crime, uh, our unsecured borders, and the flow of fentanyl into every one of our communities. Uh, and I think the president's message really fell flat uh, one he pivoted from um, what we're seeing in Ukraine to domestic issues, and I think many of us, uh, at least I know I did personally, uh, felt like uh, that the president could have done a much better job and could have really laid out some concrete plans and given us a road map as to how he intended to turn uh, the country around and how he intended to put us back on a, a path of prosperity.
4: Congressman, it sounded to me like, from a domestic agenda perspective, he really doubled down and, in fact, to some degree, extended his Build Back Better plan without actually calling it that. I mean, it was just, he's packaged it up with different kind of talking points, but that's what it was, plus some some other stuff he wants to do uh, with these tax credits for, for EVs and for weatherizing your home. That was his solution to deal with the rising price of energy. Yeah, you're exactly.
25: You know, you know, uh, you know. When he talked about inflation, he said inflation is the top issue that he wants to address. But then, as he began to talk about potential solutions, you know, what I heard him say is we need more taxes and we need additional spending in Washington. You know, both of those I think uh, would have the adverse effect. If we tax individuals, we tax businesses more, then they automatically have less money to spend. But and then if we are continuing to pour money money into the economy, needless spending like we saw under the American Rescue Plan, which every Republican lawmaker opposed, is only going to extend, you know, what we have seen now is a forty year record high on inflation. You know, you look at gas prices up over fifty percent, real wage Um, increases, or in this case decreases, uh, for the American worker have dropped eight of the last 11 months. Uh, The very staple of of our American diet for most of us, beef, pork, chicken, you know, is up an average of 15 percent, and so Americans every day are feeling the impact of inflation. Uh, And Instead of the President addressing that, you're right, he wants to talk about tax credits for weatherizing homes. He wants to talk about increasing taxes and you're right. Even though he didn't call it Build Back Better, he mentioned every program at some point last night that was in the Build Back yeah. Better plan uh, and encouraged the Senate to make sure that they pass that legislation.
4: Yeah, a- absolutely. And uh, Congressman, he he frequently, and, and again last night, invokes uh, this talking point that there are 17 noted economists that say his Build Back Better plan would not... Uh, in fact, would be anti-inflationary, and would actually reduce the deficit. Do you think the American people are buying that? I mean, that defies logic.
25: Yeah, I, I hope they're not. I'll tell you that myself and my Republican colleagues don't buy that. Additional needless federal government spending is only going to increase inflation, and, and it's going to prolong uh, the, the crisis that we're seeing right now. You know, I mean, clearly there, there are things that we need as a federal government to spend money on, you know, right now as we see what's happening in the Ukraine. We must make sure that we are properly uh, defunding, uh, properly funding uh, our national defense. But many of the demands, domestic programs that this president wants to create are, 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 are programs that the progressive left is advocating. Yeah. A- and we cannot tax and spend ourselves into prosperity, Gerard. You and I both know that, and I believe that every American knows that by increasing taxes and increasing spending, that is the wrong solution to this problem.
4: He just seems to be doubling down on it, and I don't feel like that, just as an American citizen. I don't feel like I heard any concrete solutions to uh, to the things that I think are most staring us in the face, and that's the rising cost of everything, uh, rampant crime uh, across our country. And the other thing, Congressman, comment on this, please, sir. Did I not hear him say that, hey, we got the border under control or something to that effect? What was that all about?
25: You know... uh his idea of the border under control and mine and your idea, I think, are extremely uh, different. You know what he what, what he didn't talk about is uh, the the two million immigrants who have come across this border in the year that he's been in office. What he didn't talk about is the fact that, that fentanyl, the most dangerous of all narcotics, fentanyl seizures were up one hundred and thirty four percent last year.
8: Yeah. What
25: he didn't talk about was that the leading cause of death for individuals eighteen to forty five is drug overdose. Many of those associated with fentanyl. And so I think it's clear to all Americans that this president has either been unwilling or unable to secure the border. So anything that he says, uh, whether it be last night or anything he says, said previously or going forward about the border being secure or his policies being successful along the southwest border, uh, I think we can all agree that that, that, that that cannot be taken as true, and the president is clearly only saying that as a political
4: messaging tool. Sure seems like it. Were you surprised that uh, Senator Joe May- Manchin sat on the side of the aisle with the Republicans. That was weird.
25: Well, I I was glad to see that, you know, and and I think Senator Manchin uh, has a lot of uh, Republican friends. And and I will tell you that uh, he is someone uh, that I'm extremely glad is in that position because, I mean, really, he has served and stood in the gap against many of the the things that the Democrats have been trying to do. But for Joe Manchin and uh, Senator Sinema, we would not We would have seen the filibuster abolished. We would have seen Democrats pass legislation out of the Senate with a 50-50 tie and the tie being then broken by the vice president. And we would have seen many of these... Trillion-dollar spending bills, which Joe Manchin uh, has helped Republicans uh, held, hold hold those in abeyance, we would have seen those become law. And, and so, uh, Joe Manchin probably has more friends right now in the Senate uh, on the Republican side than he does in the Democratic caucus. And yeah. it was nice to see him sitting over there uh, next to uh, <laughs> uh, Senator Wicker, uh, and uh, and and hopefully uh, some of uh, the good conservative values of the Republicans will rub. Off on him when he when he left that House chamber.
4: He is uh, certainly not amongst the uh, uh, the favorites of Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib, who in her her address, I mean, without calling their names out, that being him and Senator Kristen Sinema for, from Arizona, didn't call him out by name, but she took a pretty hard shot at him for being obstructionist.
25: Well, and I tell you, it's funny when you have a Democratic president who delivers the State of the Union, and then there are two Democratic responses to the State of the Union. So you had the progressive response, which Rashida Tlaib delivered, and then you had the congressional Black Caucus response, which uh, Congressman Allred uh, delivered. And so it is clear that this Democratic Party in Washington, D.C. is fractured, uh, that that, uh, they disagree with the president on many of the major issues. and we see that it has caused great difficulty in Congress and the Democrats being able to rally behind certain pieces of legislation there. There's continual infighting between the progressives and the moderates. Uh, and I think that that was clear last night in the fact that we had two Democratic responses to a Democrat president's State of the Union address.
4: Unprecedented. Congressman, we appreciate I know you got to go. We appreciate you taking some time out to call into the program today. And thank you, sir, for your service and uh, your representation for District 3 here, my district right here. And I'm sure we'll be talking to you soon. Take care, sir.
25: Thanks, Gerard. Have a great day.
4: You too. Middays. We'll take a break right here from the Element Wealth Studios. We'll be right back.
8: Yeah, 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 yeah. I ran all the way
19: This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Calloway's has a large selection of trees and shrubs. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture, with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape, from a small job to a total transformation. Let Calloway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tanks is always the better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything
8: for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is.
6: To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk, Mississippi 97.3. Now, back to Middays
0: with Gerard here on Super Talk, Mississippi.
4: Midday Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Wealth Studios. We appreciate you tuning in today. So, one good thing, Rhino, is that a lot of of American companies have discontinued their business relationship and uh, really just trimmed, if not completely eliminated, their business activity in Russia. Apple's one of them. Oh
2: yeah, everything from Apple Pay and Google Pay to uh, airlines to shipping to, uh, in the world of video games, FIFA, the soccer video game by EA Sports, they're removing the Russian National Soccer Federation and Russian
4: teams from the game. Yeah, you know, something else is, and I know this may not come up on the radar as significant to a lot of of folks, but big-time law firms that help Russian businesses with transactions, they don't have any, and they've uh, they've sworn it off. So they're not doing business with them. Direct TV Formula One
2: Racing has gotten rid of their Russian sponsors,
4: and, and they they came out
2: and said that the one Russian driver in Formula One, Nikita Mazepin, who's not a great driver, he's just there because his dad has the sponsorship money. But now that the <laughs> sponsorship money's not there, it looks like he doesn't have a seat. Huh. But they have said that it's not that he he's not going to be willing he's not going to be able to race. They
4: just won't let him race under the Russian flag. Hmm. Well, that's that's a bit of a uh, a blow, I would think, and I think also that Chelsea soccer team. is yeah, for the, sale. Uh,
2: the owner of Chelsea FC in England is Roman Abramovich. Abramovich, yeah. And uh, before all the sanctions hit. He took the uh, the first step of handing over the day-to-day operation of Chelsea to the uh, charitable organization that's a part of the, the company or the part of the organization. Yeah. He gave it to them to run, and he's now entertaining bids to sell it. And uh, I think the scuttlebutt is that there's three American investors looking to buy the team at this point.
4: He is... Uh considered among the Russian oligarchs he, he, he would be cast in that regard uh, but yeah so he this seems guy, to be a bit of a square peg in a round hole though
2: with the oligarchs because he he also has ties to Israel he's got ties in other countries and it's yeah he has ties to Putin and the sanctions could
15: potentially yeah. hurt him
4: that's why he's looking to sell yeah. ostensibly uh, but your, your statements about his ties to these other countries Suggest he's a little bit more legitimate, perhaps, yeah. than the others. Okay.
2: He doesn't just do business in Russia. I mean, that's probably where he made most of his money. But he he seems to have global ties that aren't dealing with the dirty money of Russia.
4: Yeah. Uh, let's see, Donnie from Pike County. What's the deal with all the Trump bashing? Why is everything Trump's fault? I'm not sure who's doing that. If you're talking about my comment that I I didn't agree with him, I him. Um, calling out other companies. That's just something I disagree with him on. But uh, So I, I don't feel like we're Trump-bashing here at all. The President does, and his party does constantly. I have uh, was very pleased with 99% of his policies, honestly, and uh, thought he did a good job in that regard, and giving full credit for much of the economic boom that we enjoyed. And I think our posture on the global stage was improved dramatically under uh, Trump. I didn't always agree with, I guess, some of the, the tenor of uh, the way he conducted himself, but uh, he is who he is. You know, I accept that, and I, I wish you could bat a thousand and have the perfect combination of everything. I don't think that exists, honestly. Um, but, so I, I, I hope, uh, I'm not sure this, what you're talking about, Donnie, but that's, I'm just stating my opinion, my position on that. I do think he's likely to run again. I think that's pretty clear. Maria Bartiromo loves him. I like to watch her every morning. She had him on this morning, you would expect, after the State of the Union. And he, of course, ripped Biden apart. And Biden needed to be ripped apart for it. Something else about Biden's comments at uh, the outset of his address that struck me is that he really didn't speak directly or made no statements directly aimed at Vladimir Putin or nor did he make any statements to the Russian military. Because you know they're watching, or they will have access to it uh, offline. Uh, and then uh, he also didn't, I didn't feel like, address the, the Ukrainian people. He, he did recognize the ambassador that was in the chamber. But it just seems like you need to look in the camera and say something to Putin. And he didn't. I, I don't know, maybe that was the decision of his handlers. But that's that's kind of what the deal is. I just know if
2: I were the speech writer for that, I would be uh sweating bullets. Man, because that was just I mean, okay, I get it. The guy has a speech impediment, you have to work around that. Yeah. But did he did he run through it
4: in front of the mirror at least once before giving it because it didn't seem like it. At one point, he conflated and confused the word Ukrainian, and it came out as Iranian. Rhino, you commented what you saw of Kamala Harris? Oh, yeah. There, if you looked behind him when, when he
2: made the flub, Kamala Harris mouthed Ukrainian.
4: <laughs> so at least she was paying attention. Donnie from Pike County clarified. Appreciate it, Donnie. He says, oh, no, it wasn't t- meant toward you. It's about all the others talking about Trump. I, the main one today, of course, would be would be our friend Kevin from Baldwin but it does seem like they're obsessed with Trump. I mean, he, he's got exactly... That's what they don't get. They're doing exactly what he wants. Them talking about him. He's doing jumping jacks in their head.
2: The only 7-24. thing nobody's talking about is his new social media company. Because it, it's not <sighs> it really going anywhere.
4: Never expected it to. It's it, it's the same thing that happened when everybody swore off traditional Facebook and Twitter and we're moving over to Rumble and off off of YouTube and Parler and all that. It, it's it's almost like having two operating systems for a PC. And I, I I lived through that era, and you had Microsoft fighting IBM, and you just knew we don't need to. Somebody's going to win here, and honestly, I thought IBM's was a better product, but Microsoft. Did much better with marketing and positioning and campaigning and promoting. That's the way that stuff works.
2: Then along comes Apple to upset the Apple cart.
4: That's true. And, you know, for a while, that was not really considered a a serious tool relative to the PC for business purposes. It was really more for for graphics in the old early days of so-called desktop publishing, we used to call it.
2: But they leaned into it and it, it became a brand for them. I mean, it's rare nowadays to see a creator or a, a social media influencer that doesn't have an Apple product.
4: Absolutely right. And uh, made a little money doing it too, oh, really? didn't they? <laughs> you don't ever hear them bash those guys, though, do you? It's those oil companies. They're the bane of society, they're profiteering. Oh, my gosh. It's so crazy. Uh let's see. CJ in the Delta says, have we stopped buying oil from Russia yet? It's a great question, CJ. By the way, earlier in the program he said, Gerard, workers of the world unite. Sounds like communism to me. That's the that's the working families party that Rashida Talid And I'm not making fun of working families. I mean, I am one, was one, but it's just, you hijack it like you like own the rights to. We're the only people that care about working families. Yet, these same people align themselves, as we talked about earlier on the program with Mr. Barquette, with these ridiculous Marxist leftists that say that delayed gratification is white supremacy. How does, that, how does that integrate with working families? I don't know. CJ, the question is no. The answer is no. We have not stopped buying oil from Russia. And in fact, uh, I, I did some research on that because I'm, I'm writing a, an article. And it, it turns out that we import about 3%. They supply about 10% of the world's total oil. This country imports about 3%. It that which is a lot when you think about what do we use? Twenty million barrels a month, I think it's about where we are, slightly under that anyhow. It's a lot. And so all the sanctions that have been imposed, CJ, so you know and our our listeners, that none all of those have stopped short of truly sanctioning and crippling the Russian oil and gas industry, which is where they get all the money that they're using to fund this military campaign. We've stopped short of that, and the reason is because Dead Gum Europe, our allies, are highly reliant and dependent on Russian oil. And as far as Donald Trump, he told them in 2018, don't do that, don't get in bed with this guy, you're gonna find out one day you ain't gonna have any oil, you're gonna go dark. Time for a break here on middays. We got half an hour left here in the Element Wealth studio. We thank you so much for joining us. We'll be right back.
5: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 75. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 40. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 77. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 46. And for your finally Friday, a beautiful day, mostly sunny conditions, high all the way up to 79. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis mclaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis mclaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
7: Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from Britons on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Allbriton, we've come a long way since my great granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate, but some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from Britons are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. Britons, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant.
3: If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com.
16: The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit trustcarehealth.com to schedule an appointment today trust care feel better faster
6: be sure and check out the newly remodeled basils in fondren where you get simple food done well and don't forget to drop by basils fountain view at the renaissance go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations that's basils
12: magnolia health is made for mississippi
10: I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. No amount of rhetoric will convince the American people that things are better since President Biden took office. that from Senator Cindy Hyde Smith after Biden delivered his State of the Union address. Senator Roger Wicker says he knew the right things to say about Ukraine, but
17: he's brought about this inflation and uh, and we're stuck with it so he wants to blame people. Who are, are trying to sell stuff and saying they're uh, they need to cut their prices? We have a serious inflation problem. Um, we have a serious border problem. One million people or more illegally crossing the southern border. Uh, and suddenly, uh, last night, he says uh, we need immigration reform and border enforcement. So it, uh, none of it uh, none of it rang true.
10: For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm.
0: Your news, your talk, your weather, and your sports, all in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every leak breaking story, all in one place. Supertalk.fm.
1: Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre seasoned easy to cook shrimp delivered straight to your door.
4: Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We are in the Element Wealth Studios on this hump day. Beautiful one it is as well out there. Don't forget, go to MyElementWealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income growth and guarantees. And... Once again, don't forget, we're going to be down at the trademark tomorrow for MEC's Capital Day. You'll hear from Governor Tate Reeves, Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman, Speaker Philip Gunn, Secretary of State Michael Watson, Insurance Commissioner Mike Cheney, and many other state leaders. To register to attend, go to MEC.MS.com. Looking forward to that. Should be a good time. So Rhino knows that I'm a big fan of the Godfather. And uh, the Godfather trilogy, still, though, the first one, the original. Oh, yeah. Awesome. But you just sent me what our uh, Francis Ford Coppola is, the, the creator of uh, the Godfather. It looks like a, a script with his handwritten annotations on the script, yeah, it's not
2: uncommon for a Hollywood director if they're doing a movie based on a book or novel or screenplay or something, they get the original and read through it and make notes for what they they think they would want in the movie. And uh, just so happened to come across this this morning. It's two pages from the Godfather book, and it's the assassination of McCluskey and Solozo and uh, it. It has different notes written around it because he, t- he took the pages out of the book, put them on, on bigger 8 by 10 pages so he could have them in a, in a folio or a folder. And then he made notes in the margins. And you can see different notes. Like the the best one I saw on here was when Michael is fixing to leave, he's still got the gun in his
4: hand. This is when he's, he's shooting, by right. the way, the, the corrupt police officer. Right. Yeah. Toward, towards the end at the yeah. Italian yeah. restaurant.
2: Yep. Yeah. And in, in the book, there's this tension because he's... He's been told, drop the gun. But he's still got it in his hand as he takes a couple steps toward the door. And Francis Ford Coppola makes notes in the margin about the audience is going to be dying, screaming at the screen, drop it, drop the gun, drop it.
4: Yeah, I'm looking at that. That's just fascinating. I mean, what when you think about the creative genius of someone like that, because it truly is creative genius, and he's able to envision that what the audience, how they would react. And, and obviously that's what figured into his making of the of the picture. That's just incredible. Thank you for sending that. It's completely fascinating.
2: I'll take it and put it in the uh, on Facebook so you can check it out. Just Thanks go to for Facebook that. and search Middays with Gerard Gibbert and you'll find it there.
4: Really cool. William says, I've never seen The Godfather. What? That's sacrilegious. It's got to be amongst uh, the top Three or four all-time great motion pictures. Good grief. How many uh, Academy Awards did that thing win? It's a bunch, as I recall. Um, but man, 1972, as I recall, is when it was released.
2: Yeah, 72, and then 74 was The Godfather Part Two. Okay. It won, uh, let's see, where did the Godfather Awards go? Because uh, Godfather Part Two also won a bunch of awards, but the yeah. original Godfather won Best Picture, Best Actor in a Leading Role for Marlon Brando, Best Writing, Best Actor in a Supporting Role, was the nominee for James Caan and Robert Duvall and Al Pacino. Wow. Unbelievable. Nominated for Best Director, Best Costume, Best Sound, Best Editing, Best Music, all that stuff.
4: How could it not? Unbelievable. What about the former vice president's last three words, that from Rambo and Carthage? Uh, I take it, Rambo, you're not comfortable referring to him as the president, which is fine. Yeah, that was bizarre, wasn't it? His, his final sign-off? Go get him. Go get him. And he kind of accentuated the H to make sure it wasn't um, the old sort of standard rallying cry. Go get him. I mean, that's kind of generic in nature, but go get him? Who's the him? And, of course, social media is going crazy about, who's he talking about? You see anything on that? <laughs> like, what What does he mean with that? Unbelievable. Also, Rambo said it was a maskless party at the world's largest nursing home. <laughs> Moe's uh, recalls the, the famous line, leave the gun, take the cannoli. Yep. Everybody knows that one, Mose. That's awesome. Oh, that was really good. Um, and who was that? That was a kind of portly, bald headed fellow that was also cooking the. What the heck was his name? I can't recall it. That's terrible. He's the one that's in the kitchen sh- showing how you cook spaghetti. Oh, Clemenza. <laughs> Clemenza. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and that, you know, what was interesting was Godfather 2. Because Clemenza was his his compatriot. Oh yeah, in Godfather Two, and of course it featured them prior to their their uh, adulthood in, in Godfather One. That was kind of fascinating. The rise to power. Yeah. Leave the gun, take the cannoli. <laughs> it's so good. Malcolm from Tishomingo asks question: If the fossil fuel restrictions and orders were changed today, how long would it take the USA to be ready to drill, ship, and produce oil, natural gas? It's a great question, uh, Malcolm, and and um, in fact, it's something that uh, I'm focusing on in this little column I'm writing. But uh, the deal is, there didn't seem to be any appetite from last night's State of the Union address to increase this country's output of oil and gas whatsoever. In fact, I would argue quite the opposite. So, we, we now are importing a, a fair amount of our, of our total consumption. It's not an overwhelming amount. It's not the majority. I, I, I'm sorry that uh, I can't remember the exact amount. I know Russia's is 3%, and they are not amongst those who ship the most to us. But there was a time when we were a net exporter, and now we are importing uh, to satisfy our consumption. Most of that, I want to say, comes from Saudi Arabia in the Middle East. Three percent, as I said, comes from Russia. The biggest issue, however, Malcolm, is it's Europe, because Germany... I think I got this right, Rhino. I want to say fifty-five percent of their gas comes from Russia, and that like right. th- a third of their oil. And then you could just you could go across the rest of, of NATO and and Western Europe, France, Italy, Spain, Portugal, UK, et cetera. They all import, uh, and I want to say in aggregate, it's like forty percent of what they consume comes from Russia because there's pipelines from Russia into the region. And it's, it's close. It's convenient. Russia, the third largest producer of oil. So the problem is, if we sanction, this is the dilemma from a strategic perspective, if we sanction Russian banks such that, and, and the Russian government, and the central bank in particular, such that they could not transact for oil, we've stopped short of that in the sanctions, it potentially means, or it does mean, Europe can't get the energy it needs to survive, frankly. Which is why it was dumb for us day one, as we discussed, Joe Biden signed 17 executive orders. Uh, About a third of those involve climate change. He shuts down the XL pipeline. Now, let's be honest. The XL pipeline was not in production. It doesn't figure into uh, our total... Uh, oil supply, but it's getting it online as quick as we can, and that may take a few years, it's more about the attitude and the sentiment, which has, to this point, since Biden's been in office, has all been anti-fossil fuels. 100% anti-fossil fuels. Prematurely. Grotesquely prematurely. The other big thing that he did was uh, stop all new leases on federal lands, water and uh, land for drilling and exploration. And of course, he institutes this uh, barrage of regulations that make it almost impossible for smaller exploration companies to make ends meet, to to figure into the overall supply equation. So it, it's just myriad things. And then he appoints two people, uh, well, more than two, but at least two people to the Federal Reserve Board that, by the way, have nominated, that haven't been approved yet. But one is is come out and said, Yeah, I want the banking industry in this country to exit their financial activity in the oil and gas market and just shut them down. So no no banks, no oil and gas companies. That's what she wants to do. She want she wants to use her power as a member of the Federal Reserve Board to essentially cripple the financial sector to take the oil and gas industry down. It's it's everything but generation and production of more oil to counter this problem we have with the EU and Russia who are frankly held hostage by Russia. That's the problem right now. And that's where Putin gets all his damn money. Time for a break here on Middays from the Element Wealth Studios. We'll be back with the final segment.
15: tax refund? Spend it on something you really need. A set of Kenda tires from Gateway Tire and Service Center. With each and every Gateway Tire purchase comes free flat repairs, free rotations, free road hazard, and free tire balancing. Plus, with four locations near you, we'll make sure you and your new Kenda tires are back on the road fast. If you need mechanical repairs, visit your Jackson or Yazoo City Gateway Tire for brake work, AC tune-up, suspension service, and so much more. See complete details online at gatewaytire.com. That's gatewaytire.com.
7: Mississippians pay over $1 billion a year in state income taxes. That's a billion dollars they can't use to buy groceries, school supplies, or pay rent. When it comes to most small businesses, that's a billion dollars they can't use to buy equipment, expand, or offer better pay and benefits. That's why NFIB supports bills to eliminate Mississippi's individual income tax and put more money in people's pockets. Visit NFIB.com ms MSTax and tell Jackson it's time to eliminate Mississippi's individual income tax. Paid for by the National Federation of Independent Business.
13: When you choose Road you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, day and night, holidays and weekends. We've been providing providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years call the original Roto Rooter 601-353-3333 mention this ad to receive $25 off any service
22: call Roto Rooter that's the name got a winkoon troubles down the drain Roto Rooter
17: My grandson wants to be a carpenter like me someday, but I'm the one learning when he's around. That's because he's part of the career and technical education program at his school. Construction isn't at all what it used to be. It has less to do with hammers and nails and a lot more with 3D imaging and math equations. No wonder they call it technical education. Trade
14: up. Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today.
6: Here with a special invitation to join us weekday mornings 6 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson
0: 97.3. You're
6: listening to Middays with Gerard here
0: on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: you, Representative Fred Shanks. He loves that song, by the way. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us here on Middays. We are uh, rolling into the final segment. Okay, so I want you to listen here to what uh, Joe Biden says about the Trump tax cuts.
24: Unlike the $2 trillion tax cut passed in the previous administration that benefited the top 1% of Americans, the American Rescue Plan... The American Rescue Plan helped working people and left no one behind.
20: Working people, folks,
24: (laughs) and it worked, it worked. It worked. We created jobs, lots of jobs. In fact, our economy created over 6.5 million new jobs just last year. More jobs in one year than ever before in the history of the United States of America. The economy grew at a rate of 5.7 last year, the strongest growth rate in 40 years. And the first step in bringing fundamental change to our economy that hasn't worked for working people in this nation for too long for the past 40 years we were told that tax break for those at the top and benefits would trickle down and everyone would, would benefit but that trickle down theory led to a weaker economic growth lower wages bigger deficits and a widening gap between the top and everyone else and then nearly a century
4: look got that folks the economy's never worked for you never ever
2: Pay no attention to the last year before the pandemic.
4: Never worked. It went to the 1%. $2 trillion. And here's the other thing. When you have to stand in front of the country and bark, it worked, it worked, it worked. You explaining it? As if people don't feel it, experience it? With their human senses? that it didn't work. They seem to miss that. And then his train seal minions all steady work for everybody. Working people. There you go again, hijacking that. Working people. You're the one that put more people out of work, because you paid them not to. It's just unbelievable. It's like you need a full-time fact-checker. Where did fact-checking go, by the way? I don't know. PolitiFact is the only one I see around that's more active. Uh, The other thing is, with respect to job creation, what a ruse that is. So, okay, we're to congratulate you, because you and all the Democrat governors and mayors across the city shut everything down, and then you opened it back up way too slow. And so, okay, people are going back to work, but you know what we're still not at the level of employment we were before in 2019 it's, it's tantamount to to taking being in control of a glass of water and pouring it out and then filling it back up with water and taking a victory lap look what i did i filled the glass up it's just unbelievable on the ceasefire text line If Biden said to open up the spigot in this country, oil future prices would drop. I totally agree. And that's what it's all about. The left and Jen propaganda, Saki, Tokyo Rose says, you guys know that the XL pipeline is years away from being complete. That's true. It's not complete. Absolutely. It's the sentiment. It's that faith, confidence, and certainty that we talk about all the time on the program. That is what drives expansion and investment and job creation and wealth creation, but when you're telling the entire fossil fuels industry, we're, we're taking you down. You're going out of business, and we're gonna celebrate when you do it. And I'm gonna put somebody on the Fed that is so radical, she wants to allocate capital from the Fed governor chair. Tell banks how to allocate capital. Nope, you can't invest in those oil and gas industries you can't give them any loans, you can't make any assets available to them so they can go produce more oil and gas that we're not so reliant on other countries and and we're not paying five bucks at the pump. Nope. Because you care about the planet. Working families. Oh my gosh. So sickening. Folks, we hope you enjoyed the show today as much as we enjoyed uh, bringing it to you. William, by the way, says they are like train seals, barking and clapping on command, like little button. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget, we're going to be down at the Trademark uh, tomorrow. Should be a great show. we got uh, the Lieutenant Governor, the Governor, the Speaker of the House, all on the programs tomorrow. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. Courtesy,